The following movie has been rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association of America. Some material may be inappropriate for young children. Parents may wish to consider whether it should be viewed by those under 13. Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm going to do everything I can to make this place feel like home. Just wish I could see them again. I'm not equipped to handle this. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you want to see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Okay. Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. Is that a doll? Model 3 generative. Android. Megan, for short. I can't believe you made this. I love it. Wanna hang out, yeah, sounds like fun. Great job. It's nice to have a friend. It's honestly like she's part of the family now. They could be building emotional connections that are too hard to untangle. She's the happiest she's been since her parents died. Eat the toppings, Katie. Research shows if you force a child to eat vegetables, they'll be less likely to choose those foods as adults. Is that so? Yes. Experts say... Megan, turn off. I thought we were having a conversation. Does she talk? Make her say something. Stop! Don't! Megan! You should probably run. Megan, she pushed Brandon onto the road. I won't let anything harm you. Megan, turn off. Recalibrating response model. <laughs> Megan! What's wrong with you? Don't worry, Katie. I won't let anything harm you. Ever again. It's the 10th year of my movie month. 30 movies, 30 days. Movie month, movie month. 30 podcasts, 30 days. Movie month, movie month. 30 movies, 30 days. 30 podcasts, it's year 10. Small wonder, lovely and bright and soft girls. She's a small wonder.
child unlike other girls. She's a miracle, and I grant you, she'll enchant you at first sight. She's a small wonder, and she'll make your heart Microchips here and there, she's the small wonder, brings love and laughter Saturday night, do do do, and I'm standing in the bathroom, looking in the mirror, talking into my podcast recorder. That's my life now. Ba da ba boo ba dee do. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's a true story. And you're gonna hear my knees are cracking. There. You can hear my knees are popping and a cracking and a locking and stepping. Oh, there it goes. Um, as I pace back and forth in my bathroom, it's a little bit of an echo because, again, it's a bathroom. But why am I doing that? It's because there, uh, my, my wife's like, oh, oh put, put the dog in bed. I was like, if I put the dog in bed, she's going to like hear me and scratch the door. So I left the door open. But to do that, I don't want to be bothering her. So I said, I'm going to go down the hall, go in the bathroom, into the uh, the unofficial podcasting studio, Studio B, I call it, and talk about today's movie. But before I do, I, I brought up all this stuff about pedicures. And it turns out my wife took me. For a pedicure. I forgot to mention it yesterday, but we she took me for a pedicure before we went off to Maine, before we went off and enjoyed food trucks. She took me She took me for a goddamn pedicure. And I really liked it. Now of course I didn't get the uh, you know, I didn't get like any um any polish or anything like that. Just it was it was weird because it was like they were they you know, we both had one at the same time and the two women are talking to us while they're Washing our feet and massaging and putting like cream. It was very strange, but I did kind of like it. Now I bought my wife a, a foot bath months ago for Christmas and I'm like, we haven't done anything. We haven't opened it. You haven't opened it. Yesterday I was like, I'm putting on Avatar The Way of Water and I'm putting my feet in a foot bath and that's what happened. And I completely forgot to mention it to you. But today, today I'm talking about Megan, the film M3 again, um, but Megan, the film that came out, I want to say 2022, right? It's not a 2023 film. You know, I, I just watched it and I had it on, up on IMDb. I'm going to leave the bathroom. Oh, my God, I'm risking life and limb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan came out in the in the year of 2022. It was one of those little Blumhouse movies. They know how to make them. Uh, James Bond was actually one of the co-writers. Written by James Wan and Akila Cooper, or Akila Cooper, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. And directed by Gerard, or Jared Johnson. And the reason I bring up the director is this is the second Johnstone joint that I've done, that I've, I've covered here on Movie Month. The first one might be going back to the blog days. It might be before I podcasted. It was for a, 
an Australian, is he Australian or New Zealand? I, I, I think it's Australian, a uh, film called Housebound, which was a very creepy, fun movie uh, set like in a house that, was, that I recommend. And this is the, I said that name, like I went to, because I, I make a database of actors and directors that I, that I can just pull and post to the website. Because if you go to the website, fansonexperts.com, you'll see I do a post with the director and the writers, and, and they link to their IMDb page. And every time I'd be like, type in their actor's name, type in the IMDb. And then I realized, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at WordPress. So I, I figured out how to create a basically a database of these directors and writers and directors and actors. So that once they're there, I can use them in the future. And I looked and Jared or Gerard was already there. Or Gerald, I forget already. And I said, oh my God, I've watched this guy's work before. And apparently I'm a fan of his work because... This was a very, very enjoyable uh, film. What's the story, Morning Glory? Uh, if you don't know, it is about a um, a killer doll in in the way. It's a it's a very technically advanced uh, doll that has AI that uh, gets too attached to a person to the the child that it that it befriends or that befriends it the child who gets to play with the toy. Uh, to the point where this doll will do anything to protect this child. And I mean anything. Um, so the movie is basically, it's, it's not just a kid with a killer doll. It's also a child dealing with like very tragic real life things where her parents are killed. There's a car accident that she's in. Her parents are killed. She goes to live with her aunt, played by Allison Williams, who is very good in this movie, but is very unequipped to be a mother. And maybe she improves towards the end, but the, the character, I mean, not the actress, uh, but she's very much like she doesn't know what she's doing and she doesn't put enough effort in and she really doesn't see a problem with just hanging out with this toy all day, every day until she realizes maybe it's not that good of a idea. And this girl's going through all this, you know, trauma and trying to process it. And she's like, I want to be with Megan more. And Megan sees that like, I must kill the queen. No, Megan sees it like, oh no, I'm, this, that's my Megan voice. Even though she talks like this, um, there was a kid inside the, like the, a lot of the time it was the, a kid um, inside the suit. And then there was a young woman doing the voice and it was very effective. Um, the very famous meme of this is this dance. I still don't understand the point of the dance. Like, I don't know what it was, except it's very creepy, very unsettling. And then she goes and kills ha the guy, the guy who's a super prick in this. Like, this guy, he's a funny guy. Like, I've seen him in other things. I think he was on The Daily Show, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, and he's very, he plays the over-the-top prick in it. But he, to the point where it's, it's, it's almost like he's in a comedy. He's the prick. But he's kind of in a comedy where he does some things that doesn't that do make you laugh. Um, so the story goes like this: this young child is, as I said, tragic accident has to go live with her aunt. Her aunt works for a giant toy manufacturer who has the this big. It's almost like a Furby, but it's much more um, advanced with AI and be able to carry conversations. But there's a knockoff out there, and it's like, we need to come up with something bigger and better. You need to give us the next uh, of this you know, pet thing, whatever the hell it was called. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll get to that. But she's also been working on this Megan. Uh, it was like Model 3 Generative um, 
artificial new neural who cares it's a, it's an acronym um but the guy's like we don't pay you for this we pay you for this you have to get the, and she's like yeah sure but she keeps working on the doll on this toy megan she wants to show it off it seems like a real big deal but then it explodes but she keeps working on it she figures it out and she keeps working on it and she unveils it at the same time she's dealing with she shows it to her niece for the first time and her niece and the doll connect and they show it to work and she's like this is amazing but while this is all going on, you know, the work's like, this is amazing. This is going to be a $10,000 toy that everyone's going to want. And they're, going to, they're ready to demo it. But at the same time, this doll has been, like, linked. He's like, you touch, once the child touches the doll, they are linked. Uh, neurologically or neuropath, whatever. Um, and uh, maybe it's like, you know, a fingerprint for a phone. But you're linked and this doll learns and learns and adapts and learns. And it's too good. It's like the perils of AI, too good, too smart, and doesn't have this um, worry of ethics for what it needs to do to protect and, and help uh, the, um, the kid. So early on, just little things, little glances. You're waiting for stuff to happen. Of course, she has a neighbor next door that's, you know, the, the, the quintessential, uh, you know, terrible next door neighbor who there's a hole in the fence. The dog keeps coming through, but the woman says, fix your fence. And I was like, yeah, Allison Williams, fix your fence, you know, but at the same time, leash your dog, okay? Because your dog is running through other people's yards. Put a the, Even though fix your fence, the dog could easily run around the fence. There's really nothing going on there. Um, at one point, Megan and the, ki and the kid are playing and Megan like, oh, there's a toy over there by the fence. She goes to the fence and the dog grabs Megan and the kid's like, no, um, Grabs Meg, grabs the doll. The dog bites the kid, and now Megan's like, "Oh yeah!" She comes back at night, and she kills the dog. I don't. Do we ever? Oh, she just said, "Where's the dog?" Oh, she's probably five, you know, five feet underground. Blah blah blah. Like, so that she kills the dog. Then the uh, neighbor is really mean to them and accuses them of doing something to the dog. So Megan goes over and kills the neighbor. Now this was the worst death of the whole thing because. She used a pressure washer. Now, pressure washer, my understanding is you shoot someone with a pressure washer, they'll be like, ow, that hurts. That's really a lot of water. I don't think it'll kill them. I don't think the pressure, like she showed, they showed her pumping something. I don't think it's that much pressure. But um, they're like the neighbors, you know, the now there's a neighbor death. And well, before the neighbor was dead, um, they're like, we think Megan needs to go to school, but she was always homeschooled. Well, there's some fancy, there's a therapist involved who sees things, who thinks the whole doll thing's a little weird. She's right, uh, but the they, they recommend this special school that is, um, it's outdoors. It's it's much more interactive. But the kid won't go unless she gets to bring the doll. Put the doll in the. In the oh, it was very funny actually when the, the teacher saw the doll. She's like Jesus Christ because the doll started talking to her. Um, they they put Megan on a table with a bunch of other toys and she goes off, and um, a bully starts bullying this kid and then all of a sudden you see Megan's there and Megan chases this kid like it's really creepy how she does it almost like like a, like a, a, a way a gorilla runs like using her hands and her feet like a like a crawl it was very effectively creepy uh, grabs the kid and the um, oh, wait a minute yeah rips the kid's ear off chases the kid uh, and then the kid gets hit by a car and killed. So, I mean, it's a PG-13 movie. It's not a lot of blood. There's minimal violence, but and they don't really show anything. There's no gore or anything like that. So there's this death, there's that death. And um, 
Megan starts saying creepy things. They're like, we're going to have the big unveiling coming soon. Maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't. And um, they're like, you know what? It was too much. They were, they were bringing the girl. I God, I forget. I watched it so early this morning. But the point is um, that they're like, there's too much going on with this doll. We need to deactivate it. We can't unveil this to the world. It's, there's like crazy stuff happening. And it turns out that she doesn't allow them to be activated because she's so smart now she can get away. She attacks the uh, these two co-workers. She doesn't kill them. She almost kills them, but she attacks them. Then the, the boss, there's two deaths. So there's that jerky boss, Ronnie Chang. She, she, that's when she does the dance, chases him down, takes part of a paper cutter and uses it as a machete and cleaves him through the chest. Then she kills a, a, the his assistant in the elevator who was kind of, uh, he didn't deserve it. He wasn't a jerk, but he was like stealing company secrets. But I don't know, for some reason, Megan thought it was good to... I don't know what the point of murdering these people. Maybe they were mean to the kid. Uh, or maybe she just thought, I'm going to start doing my own thing. Because then she steals a car. She goes back to the house where Megan, where Allison Williams and the kid are. And that's where we get the big final fight where Megan finally... Um, where the kid actually fights back. Because there's this old prototype uh, robot called Bruce. And, and I was waiting for that to come back in. And the little girl controls Bruce and says, this is my first friend, Bruce. And she beats up the doll, rips it apart. But I liked how at the end, end, end of the movie. This is a, it was only 12 minutes uh, so far. But I like at the end, end, end of the movie. You know, Megan was, was able to connect with all these networks and all these things to learn all these, these things. Whether it's the internet or whether it's, you know, company records or anything like that. She was able to just uh, adapt and get better. Um, and to the point where when Allison Williams would tell her to shut down, she wouldn't. There was cool things where she pretended to shut down, but then you see her eyes look. Like, it was very well done. The, um, the look, it was a rubber face, but sometimes you could tell it was CGI. I don't know. Sometimes I think it was just mechanical because the mouth didn't look right. But sometimes at certain points, it looked like a CGI face. Um, and then the girl, the, the girl who played the, I think she was only like, like she was a kid uh, who played, you know, the actual body of, of Megan was good because she was, she moved, but it wasn't perfect movement. It wasn't just walking like a person. It was like definitely like a, like a smooth robot, but still robotic. So I thought that was very well done. But at the end, end uh, they kill the rope, they kill Megan. The cops come, her friends show up, they're alive and they, you see them smile. And then there's this. There's a thing, it's not, it's like an Amazon Echo, but I forget, it's called like Ellie or Elsie or something. You see the thing standing, sitting on the desk alone and it turns on by itself and it just turns its head and looks out the window like at Allison Williams. And you realize, uh-oh, did Megan, you know, put her consciousness into this thing? And now she's, who knows how, somehow she'll be back. Uh, they already said there's going to be a sequel. I think this was a big hit. Um, it was on Peacock up until who knows, maybe a couple days ago and I went to watch it. It wasn't there. So I had to rent it, uh, because I did want to watch it and I planned on watching it today and, and I did, um, which is why I'm here talking to you. So there is going to be a sequel. It became a big, you know, phenomenon, that dance. I think people, uh, cosplaying and everything and it, and it all makes sense. I mean, it was a well done small movie. Like I look in, I was looking for photos and it's like, how many photos are there of Megan and a guy in this that I can put my head on? And, you know, there was like the guy, the Ronnie Chang's death. It was not like she's way off in the background. Uh, the guy Cole, the, the, who, who didn't die, the friend, he got beat up. And I almost, I tried to get him getting hung by Megan, but it just didn't 
work. So I've, I got the elevator guy and I still had to Photoshop it to make their heads a little closer so they could fit in the square for Instagram. But whatever, it was close enough. They can't all be winners. Um, but I really enjoy this movie. I mean, it's like an hour, 40 minutes next to next to yesterday's movie. It's like a, it was like watching a, a sitcom so short. Um, but it served its purpose. Again, not a big cast. Like it wasn't like a ton of people. It was mostly, it mostly relied on the performance of this kid, Allison Williams, but mostly this kid and the, um, the performance of Megan played by the kid, uh, you know, in the suit and the voice going with it. And all that was just done in a really cool way that just was creepy um, without being cheesy. I mean, when I think of like I was talking about uh, in my in the description of this, I talk about killer dolls and killer toys and Annabelle, you know, that's a creepy looking doll, but it's almost like it's a curse. It brings it brings about things, but never actually you never actually see it do anything ever. And that's. That's actually part of the charm with it. Then you got Chucky. Now, I, I've done a couple of Chuckies, um, but then I also did the remake of Child's Play that was, you know, the more I think about it, the more it's just terrible that was. I think it tried to do the same thing. Well, it didn't really do AI, but it was more like, you know, some guy was mad and he programmed the chip to be mean or something that went inside this doll. It was just really dumb. Where the original one was made much more sense. Of course, a, a voodoo curse. But this one... Um, it it kind of played on the 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 fear of AI and the robots taking over and it, the intelligent being too intelligent for itself. Because if you if you have something that can that can process um, thoughts or, or can process uh, equations at an you know at a rate that is far exceeding a human, and you give it the ability to learn, well, wouldn't that suggest that it suggests that it would learn and be smarter than a human? And maybe at that point, would it be say, hmm, why am I being controlled by a human? Then you start talking about like it being self um, self suspicion or self aware. Um, that's where I think um, that's where you talk about fiction and movies and Terminator and Megan, um, but. It is fun. It is a fun little thing to revisit. But it also talked about kind of the attachment that someone like they did. They did. I thought it did a pretty nice job of showing this little girl being, uh, you know, after having such a tragedy, she has an aunt that's really not that great at being a parent, but it was thrust. It was thrust upon her, uh, and um, oh, there goes my knee. And uh, the girl kind of becoming really attached to this doll. Now this doll far exceeds any doll that you've ever seen, but it was like an unhealthy attachment that then the girl started lashing out when she couldn't be with a doll. Uh, so I thought they did a pretty good job of, of not just making a, a, a scary doll. Uh, they did stuff that felt realistic. Besides the fact that this doll is incredibly advanced and then goes cuckoo bananas, uh, it, it didn't feel like, uh, it felt like all this stuff, quote unquote, could happen. If a robot was that available, in other words, that's really that doesn't really make sense. I guess you can't say it could happen, but I mean it's like, um, or I guess this is realistic of what would happen if a doll uh, was was just too smart for itself. You know, that's just too smart for its own good. Come here, uh, come here, Megan. I'm going to turn the switch up behind you. Um, click. And I think of uh, Vicky. Remember, remember Vicky. She was a small wonder. Oh, that should be the song I'm going to play at the beginning of this episode. Maybe that's it. Um, 
I think I might have just come up with something. So if you heard Small Wonder at the beginning of this episode, this is the moment where I decided to play the to play that theme. So congratulations for for actually being part of a production meeting that I that I hold in my head. So listen up, kids. I think I'm done here. I think I did pretty good. Very enjoyable, fun little movie um, by um, a director who apparently I like and I will keep watching. Uh, fun, creepy, scary, but not. It's PG-13. I mean, you know, you, your kids would probably be creeped out by it, um, but it's not. they wouldn't see anything on the screen except, you know, maybe a couple a couple murders in the ear. And so maybe, yeah, maybe be a little over 13, 14. That would probably, it probably makes sense. Like that PG-13 fits. Uh, I'm thinking of my niece and nephew and 12-year-old maybe would get away with it. She's been really into uh, uh, Stranger Things, so she gets into some of the horror and stuff. And the younger the younger nephew might not might not be ready for this kind of movie yet, but um, but your parents are going to love it. So that was the opposite of Back to the Future. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is where I start rambling, and I realize I need to get this up and get this out to you all over the world. Yes, even you in that country you live in. That's right. So now I'm officially done. Listen. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Mastodon.social at Geek Mentality. That's because the podcast is named Geek Mentality, but you know that right now or by now. Uh, the Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. That's because the website is FansNotExperts.com. Every episode of uh, Movie Month is can be found at FansNotExperts.com. We are 24 down. We have 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 36 movies left. It's crazy how... You hit that over the, that halfway mark, and then it just flies by, and you realize, wow, I need to fit these last six movies in, and I don't even know what I'm going to be watching tomorrow. I have a list of things I want to get to, and but I'm not sure what is going to be on that list tomorrow. I do know that I told my... See, here's the thing. I didn't tell you this. Um, we went out for lunch with my mother-in-law. We went to a little craft show. Wasn't wasn't It was small. It was a small craft show. And she's like, hey, do you want to go shopping for furniture? I was like, um, yeah, Okay. Next thing you know, we're hitting a couple of furniture stores. We're going into a Christmas tree shop. I'm like, what? Is, we've been doing a lot of it. Then she's like, can you help me with something on the computer? I said, yeah, how about tomorrow we go get a new computer for you? So tomorrow I'm going to get a new, helping my wife, uh, my mother-in-law get a new computer and a printer. At the same time, I'm helping my, take care of my, my brother's dogs because I don't want her to do it. And they're, they're you know, go running around for lacrosse for my nephew. At the same time, I need to pick a movie. I need to go grocery shopping. And this is my, I'm on vacation. This is my vacation. This is how I enjoy my vacation, by doing all these things. Oh, my God, gracious. Listen, now I'm done. <laughs> okay, I'm done rambling. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And until tomorrow, my friends, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. That's not experts.